Hello, and welcome back to the Ripple Podcast. My name is Chelsea Connors, mental health therapist turned coach here to bridge the gap between personal growth and mental wellness. One of the questions that I get often in working with clients, in mentoring other coaches, so on and so forth, is how do I get it all done? And this could apply to all of the different aspects of your life, as I'm sure that there are many roles that you play and a lot of different demands that are placed on you that you are consistently meeting and showing up for, and some of which might feel good and some of might which might feel stressful or hard. Maybe you notice the same pattern showing up for you week after week where you're like, wow, I really keep dropping the ball on this one thing. Sound familiar? You are in the right place. So today I want to share with you three surprise tips on how you can approach your weeks and important aspects to keep in check as you are doing so. So as I mentioned in the last episode, and I will mention it here again, I'm going to be releasing a new free resource that really helps you start to learn how you can power up for your weeks and get set and get ready in a way that is going to be the most valuable and impactful for you using a very, very simple structure. So if you're interested in that, just make sure you're on my email list. You'll be the first to get it. And then as soon as it's ready to go, I will also be um, adding the links so that it is easy access for you so that you can power up your weeks in a way that feels good. Okay. So when people ask me this question of how do I get it all done, uh, you're not going to like my answer, but I'm going to be really honest. And the question is, my response to that usually is, rather than trying to get it all done, what would it be like to shift into getting what matters done? Yeah? Because the reality is that there's always going to be more. There's always going to be things that you could add to your plate. There's always going to be another thing that you could get done. Um, there's always going to be another um, thing that you want to achieve or a way that you want to be or aspect of how you'd like to be spending your time that you could add to your plate, that you could add to the list likely. And if we keep living by, I need to do more, I need to do more, I need to do more, you are setting yourself up for a recipe Um a recipe for a disaster, right? And so my first thing is stop trying to get it all done and instead shift into how can I get what matters done? And using this priming question of if you could get to like the end of this week or this day or this month or whatever it, whatever time frame you are thinking within um, and you have accomplished one, max two things that really, really matter to you the most, what would they be? And pause here for a minute. Maybe the thing that comes up for you is if I could accomplish ending this week feeling like I showed up as the best partner or parent that I can be, and I was present with the, the my family, that would be a huge accomplishment. Okay, great. Maybe your answer is if you could get to the end of this week and you finally wrapped up a project that's been lingering or that you've been pushing off, that would feel like, heck yeah, I just had the best week, right? Maybe if you could get to the end of this week, knowing that you have a plan for 
something that's coming up and you could accomplish just the planning aspect of that, that would be huge, right? There are no right or wrong answers here. And you will find that when you ask yourself this question, you might get different answers depending on the circumstance. So allow whatever comes up to just be true for you, right? If you could get to the end of this fill-in-the-blank amount of time and have accomplished one, max two things, what would they be? <coughs> Excuse me. And that is where you then get to start when it comes to thinking about how you want to structure your time and your approach to the day, to the week, so on and so forth. So we're going to stop trying to get it all done. And instead, we're going to get really honest and we're going to hone in on what actually matters so that you don't find yourself in like overload or over committing. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, make sure you go listen to episode number nine on over committing. Um, that is a really good recentering question. So that's tip number one is to shift that perspective Find what matters to you and start there. The next thing that I'm going to say is to start to brainstorm in order to achieve that thing, accomplish that thing, or prioritize what you've identified that matters. What are you not doing? What are you not doing? Right? So in order to make space to do what matters, that is going to mean that you are not doing other things because they are not the biggest priority right now. That doesn't mean that they don't matter at all. That doesn't mean that they will never happen, but that might mean that you have to shift some things so that you can make space to prioritize what you just figured out matters most. So one way I like to do this is actually creating a not doing list, right? So if I am maybe for a week focusing on being the most present that I can be with my family and at home, then my not doing list might mean that I am not listening to podcasts while I do the dishes and multitasking in a way that takes away from me being able to be present with like the chaos of what goes on in the kitchen of a home right? And actually enjoy that part of the process or be present to it or hear the remarks that come from the your family, right? Maybe if the um, what matters most and what you're prioritizing is to get a certain project at work, then you need to have a conversation with your coworkers or with your boss or with your team about what you are not going to get done so that you can focus on said thing. Right. So that way you are increasing communication. You're making it known. Everybody's more on the same page. And you're really clear on what you're intentionally honing in on so that you can actually get something done rather than feeling like you're halfway doing 10 different things. And at the end of the week, feeling like nothing got the way, like to full fruition the way that you had hoped that it would. So you want to be really, really supportive and realistic with yourself of, okay, if I'm getting what matters done, then that means that I'm not getting other things done, or I'm not making space in my life for X, Y, or Z right now. And again, this is important to remember that 
this is seasonal. This doesn't mean that it's going to last forever. You can never make time for things that you're not prioritizing right now. All that it means is we have to shift and we have to adjust. We only have so many resources to give and you have to be able to accept that and honor that so you can more fully invest in the things that do matter and support your mental well-being, your nervous system, and not constantly being on overdrive. So step number one or tip number one is shifting from stop trying to get it all done to getting what done, get done what matters and identifying what that really is. Then step number two is making a not doing list. So if you're not, if you're focusing on what matters, what are you not doing in order to be able to facilitate that? And then the third piece is to add in the fluff. And what I mean by add in the fluff is pay special attention and be proactive about adding in the things that you need to recharge. The reason that I'm referring to this as the fluff is because a lot of times we can be susceptible to pushing these things off or minimizing how important they are, deeming it as fluff or not necessary, when really you cannot get anywhere running on empty. And if you are constantly at a battery level between zero and like 20%, think about how that is going to impact how you do all of the things, how you show up, who you are being as you're going through and trying to do all of these things. So many different aspects. So the fluffy stuff is not fluff. And you can fill in the blank with whatever this might look like for you. It might mean savoring time in the morning to be quiet and be still or work out or learn something or whatever it might be. This might mean for you um, taking an hour out of your week where you get to go do something that you really love, be it um, going out in nature, getting your nails done, um, hanging out with friends with no agenda, like whatever it might be, you savor one hour a week as your you time. This might be investing in a hobby and making sure that that stays on your agenda consistently so that you know you have that outlet for yourself where you're doing something just for fun, just for you, just to enjoy it. This might mean making space for creativity, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe it's writing, maybe it's drawing, maybe it's speaking, maybe it's um, creating art of some form. Maybe it's music. Maybe it's fill in the blank. Creativity can show up in a million and one different ways. But the things that we often push down or push off and deem insignificant or non-essential are the things that will help you continue to move forward and get more done over time. And the reason for this is because you cannot function all on all the time, especially if you are not taking the time to recharge and refuel, right? So we've all heard the cheesy sayings, like you can't pour from an empty cup, right? Um, and this is essentially the same message. 
I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It is cheesy, but I can't tell you how important and essential it is. If you're not giving yourself any breathing room, you're not going to be able to focus as well. You're not going to be able to be as efficient as you're doing the things that you're wanting to do. You're going to be more susceptible to things like getting distracted or feeling unclear and having decision fatigue because your brain is so busy and your brain is so full and overloaded that it is really, really challenging to do any one thing well. So these are the three simple tips that I would start with if you find yourself asking the question of how do I get it all done is flipping that question on its head a little bit and thinking about where do you have spaciousness? Where do you have wiggle room? Where might you have a bit more control to set more realistic expectations? Think about what really, really matters and what do you really want to be pursuing in your given timeline? What are you not doing then in order to do those things? And then you get to take like radical self-ownership of, of being okay with not doing it all, right? And for some of us, that is an identity shift. And for some of you, that also might mean having conversations with some people around you. If you've been known to be the person who constantly does it all or always says yes, or is always up to do one more thing or help one more person, this might be a change for the people around you. And so- acknowledging that, right? And this is something actually that we talked about in my program, Soft Power, because it, it takes a level of certainty and conviction and compassion to be able to facilitate that conversation first with yourself, but then with the world around you so that you can make these adjustments over time and actually see them through both on an inner level and an internal identity shift level, and then also with the world around you, with the way that you lead your life, with the relationships that you have, with the other aspects around you that will be impacted by you making a change. And that's okay, right? Like that's not something that we wanna hide away from. It's not something that I wanna discourage you. It's actually something I wanna push you towards because it's so, so important that you strengthen your muscle and your ability to do this when you recognize something's got to give, something's got to change, and you shift from how can I do it all to how can I do what really matters? I cannot overstate how impactful that adjustment can be. And then getting, becoming more and more okay with taking things off your plate and prioritizing, making time to recharge and invest in yourself so that you can sustain and you can keep going without feeling like you are burning things to the ground day after day, week after week, month after month, because that is not a healthy way to live. And again, when I chat with people and they talk about feeling uncertain, unfulfilled, they can't make decisions, they can't use their voice, they can't move confidently, um, they're having a really, really hard time <clears throat> taking action on something that maybe they've been thinking about for forever, a lot of times we kind of start here, right? Well, what is it that matters and why? And what does that mean to you? And how do you want to move that forward? And what, what do we need to let go of in order for that to happen? And what do you need to constantly support yourself in being able to show up for this thing? So I encourage you to incorporate this into 
how you think about structuring your time, energy, commitments, so on and so forth, and see how this, like these three small tips can shift your perspective and change the conversation that you're having both with yourself and with the world around you and start to build a bit more emotional capacity to be able to hold this truth with compassion and conviction for yourself and actually see it through and follow through and come back to this to make sure that you're staying in line with what really matters to you over time. So let me know if this one was helpful. This one was like straight into it, straight to the point. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I'm so excited to be sharing this free resource within the next week to two weeks. So definitely get on my email list if you are not yet there. Um, And I'm excited to teach you in detail my power-up routine uh, so that you can be structuring things in a way that feels good holistically for your mental well-being, for your physical well-being, for your heart, for your mind, for the things that you want to do and achieve, right? Like it is both the inner work and the action that you're taking to see it through that make such a big difference in how you feel as you live and lead your life. So if that resonates with you, you are in the right place. I'm so glad that you're here. Let me know which tip from today was the most helpful for you. Send me a DM on Instagram, reply to an email. Um, I'd love to hear from you. I always like the feedback and I will talk with you next week. Until next time, to the small changes that have a big ripple. Talk soon.